You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What's up? This is your boy Damo. Hey, hey, it's your girl Ja. And it's your girl Alexis. And we're the Pop Culture Critics back with another episode. Uh, how was y'all week? It was popping. You know, I'm trying to live that gym life. So, you Period. Know, I'm, I'm trying to get, live my best life this summer. So, Somebody you know. said, uh, Carbs for me. No. <laughs> what I've you? been eating mad carbs lately, so um, we're not even going to talk about diets. <laughs> but um, this has Aren't been you an, vegan now? Um, vegetarian. Vegetarian. Yes. Okay. Um, but this has been an amazing week. I actually have not shared this information with anybody yet. Oh, but oh, I just. Exclusive? It's exclusive. It's, okay. It's, it's, <laughs> I just signed the lease and put my deposit down for my actual hair salon. So Superior Hair Company will now be Let's Superior Hair Brow and Lash Studio. Oh my goodness! Congratulations! Thank Thank you money so move. Okay. Okay. I'm, that's that's really big. That it is, is really big, and I'm so excited, and I can't wait to invite you guys to the grand opening. Let's well, go. Right, you know, you know, a couple of <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> but congratulations! I know you've been talking about that for a while now. You yes. know what I mean? So I'm glad that's actually. Actually in fruition for you. There's really so good. many projects that I'm working on right now um, and so many projects that all my friends are working on. And I'm just so excited because we're all, we all have goals and we're all accomplishing them. And I just feel like this is just the season for blessings and time for us to win after going okay. through the struggles that's for so long. Right. Yeah, you know? That's good. <laughs> um, sending you guys positive vibrations. Always. Yes. All I the know. money, all I the money, except the vibrations. <laughs> except all of the love here. Let's go. All right. So, Spotlight of the Week, Jahoo's yours. Um, you know, I had a couple, um, this week and I think I'm actually going to spotlight, um, I don't know. There was, there's there was a, a, there were a few. There was a lot. So, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, um, it's a nine year old. His name is Camden Myers. Um, Camden's nine years old. Um, and he actually just opened since we're talking about openings and, and entrepreneurship. He mm-hmm. actually just opened um, his own coffee shop. Now, the really, really cool thing about this, other than him being nine years old and owning the business, right. is that uh, Camden actually struggled um, like early on, just like developmentally. And so this coffee shop is actually targeted to uh, people with like mental disabilities to help them, you know, create job skills um, and, and really, you know, introduce them into, I don't want to say the world, but more so like. You know, the working world and working gotcha. society. So shout out to Camden who's doing a dang thing at nine years old. I that's can tell really you I was good. not opening businesses at nine years that's old. Like, it reminds me of the young man that we talked about a few weeks ago who opened up a um a video game mobile yes. mobile like, an video outlet game, for um, just outlet. young kids. Yeah. You don't you're not out here just that's business on the moves. corner. Okay. okay, but you're making business move young. So I could just imagine, you know, down in the world. With, but with you know what? Coming. Shout out to his support system. Yes. Exactly. Because it, you can't be anything without a good support system backing you. Exactly. Yes. And that is very true. So shout out to his parents or whoever his guardianship is and mm-hmm. you know, family members and things of that nature to help him get that off the off the ground. Because that's, that's really, especially for a young man. A young boy to have de- developmental type of issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that is really, really good. Um, How about you? So they had a few. Um, but actually, my shout out has been just like, it was like two twins. I'm trying to find their names. I'm sorry, you guys. There were two twins that actually were accepted into like twin many, power. 
<laughs> my sister's actually a twin. Twin Really? And they were actually accepted in into a few universities. All um, eight Ivy Leagues, though. Exactly. Nice. And they're like, their grade point averages is literally 4.4 and 4.5. I mean, like, high. But they had to see which twin was going to be the valedictory and the salutatorian or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm just like, that's childish. Just make them both. <laughs> but, like, one. Just keep it in the family. But, I mean, like, one on. of them were, like, Valedictorian because he had a 4.5. But I'm trying to find the names of these twins. I'm sorry, you guys. It was just here. Um, but shout out to those twins, though. They really did, did thing. They were like, they look like identical. So identical twins. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, but I'm saying, like, sometimes, like, you're a twin, but you know, you're fraternal twins. You have a brother that's your twin. But you then know? again, there are twins, too, that are identical, but don't look identical, even though they like were like. Like T and Tamara. Yeah, well, they kind of look identical. They except the mole identical. or something. That's a bad example. No, but if you actually look at them, they don't. But I feel like we kind of grew up with them, so we can tell yeah. them apart. Like, yeah, yeah. if you just ran by them, like, which one are you? I'm, yeah. No, if you walk past one, like, in Hollywood, walking down the strip, you'd probably be like, but one always um, had a more, one of the Mari twins. Yeah, yeah. one of them always had a more of a fuller face, though. One had more like a, a slender face. face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. But You're yeah, right. But that's yeah. about like we kind of grew up with them. So like, like going by them, you really wouldn't like, man. Oh, that's the one with the fuller face. Like that's not something you, you like. Would. That's the one with the mole. <laughs> yeah, like that's she don't one. got the mole. <laughs> I'm dead. Y'all, y'all are um, a hot mess. So <laughs> I, know, I want you guys to actually. Chat with me for a second. What is the spotlight of the week? So spotlight is where we individually, sometimes it's just me and her or sometimes um, my cousin Damian, not all the time, or our other <laughs> co-host here. Her name mm-hmm. is Simone. But spotlight is pretty much just we give spotlight to people of the week. So who have done great things, great features. Just give mm-hmm. them a shout out, a nice spotlight. Just to, recognition. A recognition. Like you are being seen. Keep on doing the dang thing. Can I actually give recognition to someone? Sure. Okay. I want to give recognition to Arata, the girl who was actually going to be here and I definitely hope we have time for her to do one of her poems or something but she's an amazing poet she also um, knows so much information about like recycling and like um, ev- a whole bunch of stuff good for the earth and uh, <laughs> she teaches children this stuff and how to recycle and not even just recycling but like even recycling water catching rain like a lot That's of really different. cool things but her poems are also very conscious. Mm-hmm. She also has some very sexual ones, right. which are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember because um, I remember I had came. It was back in February, and I had came to the poetry night that you had. Mm, yeah. yeah, and she had definitely had a few. I was just like, okay, it's yeah. very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were good though. They were really good. Yeah, but one of hers, it talks about one of her poems. Like her, my favorite one of hers. It talks about like how um, basically the government. Um, sells us poison for 99 cents plus tax. Um, and it's talking about like the food that we feed our children, McDonald's mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's just so deep. Um, but if you ever hear her, well, you guys will hear her talk, which I'm excited about. <laughs> um, you, you guys will see how phenomenal she is and how crazy her mind works. It's really amazing. And then you can also get really different perspectives mm-hmm. because she's from Nigeria, I believe. Mm. Um, so she has different perspectives from a black aspect, but. A different a, type a of black, yeah, African so. like Nigerian aspect lens of life. Yeah, that's it's good. it's that's really different. Up. Like you would be surprised at how different it is. But she's one of the 
people who are really vocal about it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just a lot to learn. And she's knowledgeable. I love knowledge. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> so shout out to Arata. Can't wait to you to actually get here so we can actually yeah, have a nice book, long conversation. Oh, the twins' names were Deontay and Deontre Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were um, just a double dose of black excellence. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's what's up. So we're going to get on to the topics of the week. All righty. And so the first topic that we have here today. So Jeff Bezos, he is the owner of Amazon. Him and his wife finalized the divorce. He was actually caught cheating with the friend. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the wife divorced. Three months later, they have come to a settlement. This bitch. (laughs) Let me tell you, in this settlement, you have become the fourth richest woman. In the world. Not not the United States. But in the world. The world. Okay. The world. The fourth richest woman in the world. $35.6 Dollars in that divorce. Let's be clear here. Wait, wait, wait. Let's be clear. Every bit of that cent, or every bit of that thirty-five point six billion dollars and some change is earned. She came up with the initial the initial business plan for Amazon. Mm -hmm. Her father was the one who gave him the loan to to start up Amazon. First of all, everything you know what that's the least that is the least. Yeah, that's this is kind of thirty five million. Like when we thinking about how much that is, it's like man, yeah, she definitely got off. But when you really put it in terms, it's like ah, she should literally walk away with half. Yeah, she should actually have. From my perspective, I'm just thinking about how many people order Prime. In general, in general okay. right? the amount of money sitting there, like if it's not going to knock him into another tax bracket, good job, sis. Exactly, like, that's how I see it. I'm just sitting here, like I was just appalled. I'm, I'm, I'm just feel like that was the minimum. Like since I'm you, not mad at it was, I was choked. I was choked. Up. Yeah, I, I was like, but I was, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, she got. I feel like she, even though she did get a good amount of what she deserved. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? I, I thought she was about to work really. She could have had half of Amazon. Yeah, she sure. literally could have broke him. To number one or two. You know what I mean? Correct. And they could have yeah. been both number one together. Or I number, mean, honestly, you know what I, mean? I don't think, especially like when in terms of love, and we'll kind of get into this a little bit later, right. but in, in terms of love, when you really love somebody, even if they hurt you, your point is not to break them. Right. It's it just not. So I, yeah. I guess I I do understand if this was, because this was the settlement. This was not like we was warring through, you know, yeah. um, court, and then this is what came out. This was the settlement. Like, we agreed, okay, this is what you'll pay me. Right. So I feel like that was her thinking, like, at one point, whether it's still there or not, I did love this person. And exactly. it's not my point to break you. But pay me my money. Period. That's all I'm that's all I'm saying. She got every bit of what she, my name. she got every bit of coin. Okay. Oh, oh, With the tea. I think they, do they got children? I don't know. Um I don't, I don't believe I don't, they have children. Wow, so uh, she got all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like children, children or no children, like your lifestyle should not change because your spouse decided to cheat. Exactly. You should still be able to live comfortably and, and grieve because that's what alimony is a, for. a relationship. She would definitely is, had a dog as alimony. Yeah, fact. <laughs> you know what I mean. So she probably still. Well, when I'm thinking about, it, she probably did get alimony. She probably getting something yeah, in alimony. Likely. You know what I mean. Um, so number two today on the topics, um, L.A. gangs um, form peace treaty after Nipsey Hussle's death, and. Um, just such a beautiful... Yeah, that was actually really nice. Um, Especially to know, um, you know, just that his, his life and legacy just really wasn't in vain, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that was one of the things that, um, even in his, in his untimely death, that um, the 24 hours after that, uh, so the very next day, he was actually scheduled to meet with LAPD mm-hmm. um, to, you know, come up or, or, or figure out a way to kind of end gun violence and kind of bring these gangs together, stop the gang violence. Mm-hmm. So for this to be birthed 
um, again, out of such a tragedy um, is beautiful. And I feel like this is just another point of the marathon continuing and just his legacy just continuing. So and I, I definitely agree. I do agree um, that that these games coming together can definitely do some damage. And and a lot of things. Um, and actually, our, one of our other special guests is here. Arad has arrived. I'm not sure if she's here. I have <laughs> but yeah, back to everything. But yeah, every Nipsey Hustle, his legacy is definitely going to be continued for a very, very long time. Yes, and for those in the LA area, I know you guys were knowing that um, his funeral was slated for this Thursday, um, and they've actually just released the media for mm-hmm. uh, some of. I guess the funeral arrangements. Oh yeah, so um, it's going to be this Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday. It's actually at the Staples Center, which if you don't remember, that's the same. Uh, that's yeah, where Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson was laid to rest at. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Originally, they were saying that they were going to sell tickets, but according to what was actually put out, the tickets are they're, they're giving free tickets. I mean, you know, really? he was for the public, so mm-hmm. that only speaks I, I, volumes I, I, to who he was. I am not gonna hold you. I thought they was gonna have it more private, it, like just like more. Of a just because hair. he was a more private person, yeah. like for his life. But again, I just felt he, he was, was for, for the, the people. He was yeah. out there for the people. He wow. made himself very accessible. So this only makes sense, in my opinion, just speaking towards who he was. And I think we spoke about this last week too, when we were saying that uh, we need to really celebrate the lives of people that we do cherish. Uh, yeah, we, not a lot more in public, a lot more open that way. They feel the love while they're alive. That way, when they actually die, you know what I mean. It, the mourning don't seem so. I don't know. You know, I'm not trying to say impactful, but the mourning doesn't seem so fake. Yeah, because I. I'm sorry. It just. It, it just. Some of them like. Okay, where was half y'all people at? You know what I mean. Like I told y'all, be last week. I never heard any from, of his music. Girl, what I, I talked to you. you. Now all of a sudden you on Facebook. Oh my God, I loved you so much. What, I, what, I talked to you two years ago for one minute. Like, stop playing. <laughs> stop playing. And I don't exactly. So I, his death did come as a surprise, like I said, to a lot of people. But his, you know, now that his legacy is now going to be left behind, it's going to be really, really great. Marathon mm-hmm. continues. So, Kodak Black's questionable response about Lauren London. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because when I tell you they came for him, and I shout out to just hip hop in general, because that not they came together mm-hmm. like okay we no 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 you're not gonna do this not they went so far as Ti one came for him and Kodak Black came back like he was just such a real gangster like bro come on it was Ti your it name is Kodak Tank. sit yourself down it was a down. few people who yeah. came out um, Ti came out Tank came out the game came hard like don't play with me yeah the game came hard <laughs> Dave East came hard um, there was a lot of people that YG. came hard yeah YG came out it, they've they've been so far. Yes, Big Boy came out saying he's no longer playing Kodak Black, period, on his radio station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And T.I. has removed all of the uh, Kodak Black mem- or uh, pictures and everything from his trap music museum. So they're taking it deep. Do you guys yeah. feel like your playlist would be the same without Kodak Black? Not really. Yeah. I don't, yes. have him, I don't have him now. So. Yeah, he's yeah, not. He's not a factor. I was like, he's so not a factor in my you? life yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, who is I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, for one, I feel like the outrage was kind of very selective, obviously, because of how close Nipsey had that, like, the time frame. And then on top of that, it was kind of, like, weird because, like, understandably, you know, he did what he said about 
Lauren London was very um, disrespectful. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because of the time manner. You know what I'm I mean? Sure. Um, when I actually heard him say what he said, I was just sitting here like, okay. He said, he even said like, I'll wait like a year or two. You know what I mean? So she can get... I don't necessarily think it was the first video. It's that he came back and was like, he kept no, going that, with No, the it. initial video, oh, that's what people were talking about. Yeah. And then the response came and that's when he responded. You know what I mean? But and there then were he, multiple <laughs> videos. Like he followed up and was and kept going. Like, All right, that's read, what I'm saying. Like you it got was, my messages. It was like, bro, chill out. Of, it was and then you kept going. Response, yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. So my thing is, it was just like, okay, the time matter. Like the guy in the video and his side of called it black side of the video. He's like, it's too soon. You know what I mean? If you said yeah. it's six months down the line, it would probably be a little no, bit different story. I personally feel like at the end of the day, everything you think does not have to be said. Yeah, that's true. And I think Facts. it's just having self control or enough self control to be respectful to people's situation. Even if he was still alive, right. it's still disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But he would have said it. He wouldn't have said it to him next to him. It, okay, you know, if, you, if, if he was here, you wouldn't have said yeah. that. So if he, so if you got, you're gonna say it now. You shouldn't have said it at all because if he was here, you wouldn't have said it. Right. But my thing, also, this is these fake gangsters that like I've been I talking saying, like, about. I feel like the the outrage was also selective because let's be real, Kodak Black. This is not the first time Kodak has said something very disparaging. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just in general, first of all, he's on trial for a rape case, and mm-hmm. then or he's, he's you know he's going, he's going uh, he has a case summer, for a rape yeah. case. You know what I mean? This summer, and then and then um, he also said a very disparaging thing about you know black women and dark skinned women. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So make it okay. Like, you know, stop saying. You know what I mean? So my thing is. It shouldn't have been of a shock to, for him to right. say. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, okay. But this goes back to the Just Hilarious um, that we were talking about weeks ago. Like, I don't she think... says outrageous stuff all the time. So why now did we make this such a big, big thing? Well, she I... just had her foot in her mouth at the end of the day. She just said something and had her foot in her mouth because she, like, disrespected the Islamic nation. Yeah, yeah, that's, like yeah, that. yeah that's So at the end of the day, every, like was... I said, just because you think it does not make it okay to speak it and you should just be aware and conscious of what you're putting out because everything that you put out is everything that you're going to receive back even if it's not in the same tone. But everybody can't handle what they dish out. Is yeah, that true? that's very true. It's all about looking in the mirror at the end of the day. That's very true. I feel like he just... He was just out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, no. it's a yeah, time. It was, it was, it was a time, time frame. Thing. And the things that he was saying, there's certain things that you just do not say. One about a real gangster. If you call yourself a G, you already know it's G code. You should not mm-hmm. say that about anybody like woman. And period. I think that's what the game was talking yeah. about. Like, you, you, he was like, G-code, this, this G code. You know what to say you know, that. It's the yeah. difference between the old school. Gangsters versus the new school. Because new school and people is not new, gangsters. Yeah, any old school. You're not talking about Instagram rappers. Yeah, even about how like um, if you hear like interviews and stuff, old school gangsters will easily say like, you know, we'll never sell crack to pregnant women. Mm-hmm, we'll never sell crack mm-hmm. to children. Certain stuff like that. And there's then new, new, people, new school. These new people don't school. care. They Whoever don't care. Won, who, who got the money? Morals are out the window. That's how this generation mm. works. I feel like for Kodak though, he just. He's a kid. Like, yes. you can't really... He's doing everything for clout. He's doing everything for entertainment. He's doing everything to sell and make his name. And the fact that we're even sitting here talking about it is doing exactly what he wanted. Yeah, it's for people to facts. talk about him. It's not like he's going to um, sell less records. He's gonna. He's probably going to actually sell more records because of this. And I said that earlier. And I was just like... 
sitting here like nobody's so really going to cancel. A, nobody's going to be canceled. I feel like I want to say it's a publicity. I don't think it's a publicity. I mean, Big Boy turned them off. Yeah, like, like, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't think you're not, you're not getting who actually, but who actually really plays Kodak Black? Maybe is not even radio friendly for the for, for most part. So you don't even hear him so much on the radio. So that's not going to impact his sales. Streaming is everything, and these mm-hmm. kids going to stream him more, especially when you're disrespectful. Exactly. That's so, his audience, and that, that's what I'm saying too. Like his, his streams is not going to go down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, radio. Let's be real. Radio hasn't been what it's been in a very long time you know right. what I mean mm-hmm. so where it was at the peak and maybe like the you know that can impact somebody you know career. what I mean exactly yeah. where now it's streaming you know mm-hmm. what I mean so let's be real streaming is he's still gonna have his sales yep. he's still gonna have his views on YouTube yep. you know but you every- know what I feel like it's the same thing as with Donald Trump or like any of these other super bizarre millionaires mm-hmm. when you have that money and you have that clout you're never wrong Ever. because you can pay to be right your president you know? said grab her in the yeah. oh my god yeah. grab her in the plug y'all let him y'all let him be president he said he wants he talked about about women he talked bad about black people he talked bad about Hispanic people especially like the, the things that he says about Hispanic people even is enough for me to be like I want to leave this country yeah and that's terrible and, and there then, are people who still support him mm. I mean obviously but I told y'all about them support systems girl <laughs> you ain't nothing without a support system that is very true mm-hmm. so on word from Kodak Black um, Lil Nas X if y'all don't know he's actually um, I think he's more like a trap country star or oh, <laughs> country singer. Exactly. His song. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! I just had it on here. Right. Oh, Old Town Road. Oh, yeah. yeah, Old Town Road. That's um, stuck in my head, it was right. removed from Billboard's country charts because it wasn't country. Because it wasn't, wasn't country. Let's say he was it because he was black. That's it. I mean, Darius Records is black and he all over the uh, charts. No, but look, the same. They, they said this about. Pop, um, pop music like Taylor Swift. She's on the country uh, music um, Billboard Awards. Yeah, but she has no country, no country. music whatsoever, Fact. and she, she went to number one. Fact. And the fact that Billy Ray Cyrus came in, jumped on the remix, and the fact that he want the um, Lil Nas X really wanted him to be on the remix. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like really dope and very impactful. You know what I mean? Because yeah. let's be real, and Billy Ray Cyrus fire. does have some weight in some of country music. Yeah. yeah. Um, and however, so, when they removed him from the country Billboard, he actually jumped to number one on Billboard's Hot 100. Yeah, and that's, he was number three on country. Yeah, and that's what's up. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so the, I mean, we came out to support, but yeah. I mean. But it, Let's be real. It's it actually kind of dope, though. That yeah. little song yeah. is nice. No, that song it, is... I don't like country that much, but I, I will listen. K. Michelle has something. Was it because he's black? Like, let's be real. Is it because he's black? Yes, I think yeah. it's because he's black. I believe. I, say, I 100%. I'll, I'll say partially. I'll say Why? 100%. I, I don't say 100% because he was black. Because like Why? you said, we do have Darius Rucker on the website. I mean, legit. But that's I, the only black. But wait, 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 He's not an urban artist. Like, dude is an urban, straight out the, you know, he, and he like, and he, he has like a more, and he actually does have a trap hip hop yeah. beat. And that's when I think we have to really kind of like look at it too. Like, 
the trap hip hop beat mixed in with the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I wonder if is that the reason why they decide to pull it? But if you really it? think However, about when, it, that's so Billy much were, creative energy for yeah. you to take hip hop and country and mash it to and where and everybody like, can love the song. And that's you know? not like the first time we had like hip hop and country coming no, together. It was like Nelly and Tim McGraw, wasn't it? Nelly okay, and Tim McGraw. All, you know, I love me and Tim McGraw. Yeah, Beyonce yeah, with the Dixie Beyonce chicks. Beyonce went the Dixie chicks. Like we have that mashup all the time. And it's never but do you guys remember how much shame Beyonce got when she yeah, hopped oh, in, yeah, the country, yeah, the in, country, yep. in the country industry? Because yeah. like, oh my god, she not country. Did. Rihanna, but Rihanna did it effortlessly. She with California King Bad. Was that country? That yeah. was a country song. Uh, that, it, was, uh, it was country uh, with uh, a pop uh, hat. Country. Uh, it was country with pop hat. You're pushing it because that's your And I don't listen to country well, stations. You're like, pushing it because that's because Rihanna's your favorite. That's really what it is. Her, okay, yeah, I love she, Rihanna too. Okay, that's my fave. All right, y'all you're gonna push it though. That's your <laughs> fave. That is my fave. But I'm not. But that was a country song because it ended up on country pop charts. You know what I mean? And so it was a consider a country song. So in my head, it was just like okay, she. It really, it really, it really, like the Taylor Swift it? effect. It was like a country pop. You okay, know what I mean? Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? So <laughs> no. I'm just like, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and move further mm. along. Okay, so now we're going to get into the actual meat and potatoes of the topics today. Mm. Um, let's go. So right now we're going to be talking about relationships, uh, relationship goals, <laughs> um, you know, bays, things of that nature, and how it could, you know. Bring everything together, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So who wants to start off this nice, beautiful conversation? Um, I started, I'll say, in regards to expectations. Okay. Um, I think expectations kill your reality. Mm. You cannot base what you see somebody else. You don't know what they've been through so that relationship to get to goal. this relationship goal or this picture that you've seen on Instagram. What? Like, you don't know what happened before what? this picture got taken. Yeah. So you can't idolize something that you have not seen the work that they put in to make this Facts. picture Facts. great. If you don't, if you don't, if you're not willing to do your own work, you're never going to get to that relationship goals. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. I feel like if, even if you want to talk about a relationship, you have to really define what a relationship is because yeah. a lot of people get those very Especially nowadays. Yeah, man, like real, real relationships nowadays. Like because what really, even when you say what is a real relate, what is a real relationship? Because I'm Nigerian, born and raised, and my I came from a polygamist um, raised family or whatever. My parents decided to go monogamous and do that um, tradition. So for me, relationships. Look so different. Yeah. So, like, what is a real relationship? How do you define that closeness between two individuals when their other facet is working? Like, you have think, cheating and stuff like that. And I think that's when you have to have that talk, you know what I mean, with mm. that partner that you have. Because it doesn't look, it looks, doesn't look the same exactly. for every relationship, for everybody. And you need to have that standard, that boundary there, that which, yeah. what is allowed and what is not allowed between you and the other person in that relationship. So, I do think. But it, I think nowadays a lot of that goes unsaid. So, then that's where a lot of the cheating kind of happens. Like, we. Or if it is said, oh, you're crazy or you you know what I mean or you insecure this then the third you know what I mean so it kind of has like this whole double entendre type of I thing a, you know what I mean I like, got me a nice little open relationship I don't have time for none of them problems I'm not stressing myself now, out open relationships is please explain that to me okay what? so I can yeah so like basically <laughs> our, our, how our relationship works is the fact that like we have, we're together, we're committed to each other, we have, we share that bond, we share that relationship or whatever. But then we're also allowed to go out and also build relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not bringing the relationship home and it's not nothing like that, but it's like, hey, I know that as a human, you're going to meet people that you connect with. I know as a man, you're going to find women that you're attracted to. And for Same me as a person, person, yeah, vice versa. And I don't feel like I have any right to control that. 
Okay. And I don't want to control that. It's not even like I don't have a right to. I don't want to. And I feel like as people, we are stuck on this, like, I want to be with one person, one person. And then you get worried, like, oh, how did, why did I get cheated on? Why did I get this? Because you haven't met that person that loves like you. The person that how I love, I want to love openly and freely. And I found somebody that works for me, you know? Mm-hmm. But not everybody gets to have that. So that's when you get into problems with, like, um, People having uh, miscommunications mm-hmm. in open relationship because you have one person who's like, oh, yeah, I really want this relationship. Then you have another person that's like, nah, but if you want it, I'm going to do it. And it doesn't work that way. Right. It has right. to be like both people are like, yeah, we really want to do this and we're really committed to it. And it has to have communication, nice, open communication. Like mm-hmm. we talk about everything. He tells me everything. He tells me if he texts a girl, if a girl call him, everything, just because we have that. So I, in the back of my head, I'm not worried about like, oh, he's going out to do something or whatever because I know everything. Mm-hmm. And we have that communication. That's how open relationship work, communication. But when you stop talking to somebody, then you have cheating. Mm-hmm. Then you have people's feelings being hurt. Then you have jealousy. Then you have all those other things that pop up because that communication wasn't like completely laid out, you know? Right. Now, my question, right? Okay, so my question in my head. Okay, so, all right, because I have never, like, you actually probably, y'all are actually like the first people, like first couple I've actually met that's in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And so my question's always been like, you know, you kind of answered it like you say you kind of go through like with communication and everything but how do you guys like how did it get just like how did that that conversation even start like oh, oh yeah I'm in an open relationship or you know what I mean? um so basically uh I I'm weird okay and I just like I'm also very blunt and I just think when I'm thinking something I say it so we were just sitting in our bed one day and like just having a conversation and I was like dang I haven't had some pussy in a while. <laughs> and then he was like, for real? That's crazy. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, um, you know, how would you feel if I went out to, you know, go get me a little girl or whatever? And he was like, I don't care. And I was like, for real? Right. Then he was like, how would you feel if I went out and got it? I'm like, I don't give no. I'm like, if she key, better call me too. <laughs> so um, we kind of just had like a little fun. <laughs> you know, we just kind of had a little fun conversation like that where he was like, oh, okay. I'm cool with this and I'm cool with that. Then we sat down and actually mapped it all out. Okay. So it wasn't like one day he was like, okay, yeah, this works for me and this works for me. Then we was like, okay, we're in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. We actually sat down and was like, okay, if you're going to text somebody. Or you're going to be having a conversation with somebody that's sexual, let the other person know. If you're going to be have, having somebody over and having relations, let the person know. Just so that there are no confusion. Because if you go out to the world and people don't know your relationship, they'll come. I have people that come like, oh, yeah, you know your boyfriend was flirting with me. That's what's up. He screenshotted and told me. Right. You know? So mm-hmm. it, you get that confusion is completely taken away because we sat down and we mapped it all out. Okay. We mapped what it would look like, consequences and things like that, too. Right. Okay. okay. So uh, that's what, another Has question. Has that I... ever backfired at you, though? No. Not so far. Okay. Good. So yeah, look, look, knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Danny, so Danny, so as far as for you, as a from a man's point of view, and as far as polygamy, when the, when she mentioned like, "Hey, I want to bring another girl into the relationship," how did you initially feel when you heard that? One second. <laughs> Hello, hello. Yeah, we oh, yeah. hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get them together. Um, I just feel like she was just open, so yeah, I trusted her. Okay. 
Okay. So same thing, same vice versa. Yeah. Okay. So when you guys originally jumped into the relationship, were you like, okay, we're going to have an open relationship? Or did nah. it just kind of like... It just kinda, let it flow. Yeah, it kind of yeah, floated. It just, uh, yeah, way. just flowed into it. Okay. Yeah. okay. So as far as people here that's monogamous, mm-hmm. okay, how do you feel? <laughs> we're hearing two people that are in an um, open relationship. I mean, I feel like communication can be with one person. Mm-hmm. Personally, um, I would not be in a open relationship but like she said that does that's not going to work for everybody mm-hmm. for me that wouldn't work for me mm-hmm. i feel like communication yes communication is key in any relationship right period mm-hmm. if you're not communicating you, you might as well say bye yeah yeah goodbye bye. i personally feel like um a relationship in general is just the general connection you can have a business relationship yep. you can have a yep. spiritual relationship right. with someone you can have i feel like a partnership a relationship is more so a partnership yeah and it doesn't matter what you love or who you love that partnership is important and the communication is important in a partnership mm-hmm. a lot of or actually buddha in general buddhists they believe that you know the root of suffering is attachment so at the end of the day i feel like if you are so attached to a person that you are not willing to be flexible with your mindset because for as humans we change our ideas change our thoughts change Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. so if you're so attached to somebody that you want to keep them restricted into a box in general that is not healthy for both parties in a situation ever yeah that's even like um, I always talk to people about limitations, setting limitations on your relationship before you get into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, when, even with yourself, yeah. boundaries, self boundaries are so important. You have to know your boundaries, but you have to know you can't be so attached to the idea of something or someone that you place yourself in the, within this boundary. Yeah, or that you try to force something. Once yeah. you force it, it's not fun anymore. Nobody at wants all, to play a game that's not all. fun. You know. That's but very nobody true. Nobody wins that. So, kind of going back to like. The idea of not necessarily the open relationship, but just mm-hmm. like the whole communication, like of any relationship. So, mm-hmm. how do you communicate? Like, how would you like? Oh yeah, this is what's going to be, or this is my standard. Nah, this is my nah. my. You know, what I mean? like how yeah, would you communicate? I, I, I that? feel like communication is just it. You cannot. I don't go into any situation, any um, any relationship, and thinking that the person is going to agree with every single thing I have to say. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think that if I'm telling you. Hey, I want to be in an open relationship. I don't expect you to say yes. Mm-hmm. It's what's up when you say yes, and I'm happy about that, but I don't go into that with that the expectation. Mindset. Yeah. Okay. Because when you go into that mindset that everything that person says to you, you're no longer listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because even if they're trying to prove a point and say, hey, these are the reasons I don't want to be in a relationship, your mind is already so set on being you know, getting your point across right. yet that it's like that you stop listening. Yeah, you stop listening to that person. And for me, how we communicate is like we're not the most effective communicators. We're still working on it, but um, we Shout do. out to working on it, though. Yeah, <laughs> do we like do we, <laughs> we, we? I definitely, definitely do practice like not going into any ex, any relationship, any conversation with any expectations because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I understand human beings are fickle and our, hu- and our human emotions are always on top of each other. Right. So when I go into even having a communication like with females and say, "Hey, I do have a boyfriend and he does come number one, and you are number two. You need to understand that. Mm-hmm. That is something I do communicate. Not with the idea that she's going to say yes every single time. Mm-hmm. Is with the idea that this is what I'm communicating, and I hope that you say yes. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, I'm okay with that, and it doesn't change my relationship or my feelings. So I have another question. So if say if he was like, no, I'm not cool with you having an external partner. Would you conform? Exactly. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. But would that be a part of changing yourself to fit no, the environment? I don't think it's changing myself to fit the environment. It's just going with a relationship. And same thing vice like, versa. Yeah. If she, you was like telling her yep, that yep. you... Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. So okay, okay. Yeah, we've talked. We've talked about like, like clothes. We're in a process of figuring out what that looks like for mm-hmm. us right now. Um, we but just, we just being us. Yeah. Being okay. What about you, Alexis? Now, as far as you and relationships and how you navigate them, how would you go like as far as like saying communicating to your partner your your standards, your boundaries? Same with you, Ja. How would you? Communicate your standards and your boundaries of what is what you yourself obviously kind of expect um, in the relationship, and yeah, kind of like in, <laughs> I'm trying to find a good way to say it, but it's not coming together my words. But well, how would you communicate it as far as to your partner? For myself, I kind of am a really open minded person. Mm-hmm. I never stick to one idea or belief for the most part mm-hmm. because I feel like. At any point, I learned something new. It could change. Right. So I never um, put myself in this mental box in a relationship. But then again, I do have my personal boundaries. I don't want you sleeping with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have friends or something like that, that's cool. But I don't want it to be like private behind the doors relationships, right. which is just because of my previous experience. It's just not something that's, that I'm comfortable mm-hmm. with, you know. But as long as I'm comfortable, I think that's the most important thing with any relationship. Um it's just making sure that every party that's involved is comfortable to an, a certain mm-hmm. degree. Mm-hmm. Like even if it was a business relationship, at the end of the day, my business partner might not agree. We're going to have to work something else out. I can't just stick to my belief just yeah. because my business partner, you know, I have to be considerate of other people mm-hmm. too, but right. not to the point where I'm willing to risk my integrity or where I'm willing to risk my comfort dignity yourself, or, yeah, my comfort or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, comfort to an extent because, right. you know, you have to be uncomfortable sometimes. Right. right. Mm-hmm. How about you? I mean, I agree um, with, I mean, you guys both kind of touched on it. Um, I do feel like being in a relationship, first of all, we got to be friends, like, like real dope. Like, like we're, like we're friends. Like I can have a true, real, honest conversation with you. Cause I think (laughs) like we, we keep, we kind of go around everything, but. I mean, the root of it is just honesty. And I'm most honest with my friend. Mm-hmm. There's a judgment-free zone when I'm with my friend. Mm-hmm. So we first going to have to be friends because that communication is most effective But are you first when honest with your friend or are you most honest with yourself? Because mm. yourself, you got to be honest with yourself. I think a lot of anybody. times you will talk things out. And it's, and it's happened with me and Dom. Like, we've talked things out. Mm-hmm. And it's legit just me talking. And I'm like, dang, I was wrong. Like he didn't yeah, have to say anything. Say at all. He didn't have to say anything. <laughs> yeah. But I talked it like yeah. just in talking to him, like I was able to hear like uh, rah, I personally rah, rah, rah. feel like self truth. Self truth is way more important than being truthful to somebody else. Because when you're comfortable with being truthful to yourself, like at the end of the day, it just flows out amongst everybody around you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, switch up or build some type of barrier or wall around the truth. When mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes you made like. And there's some times there's some yeah, times yeah, that yeah, I might not hurts. know what the truth is, right. the truth but we'll have a conversation. And I'm like, oh man, that's what it is. That, yeah. This is what it is right yeah. here. So yeah. this is why I, you need to be my friend mm-hmm. because if I don't know what that truth is, if in conversation we will find what that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But if we're not friends, that conversation, like the means of that conversation, doesn't even exist. So I want to play hot potato. Have you ever had a relationship or a connection or a bond with somebody and you guys you didn't feel like that was your friend but you felt like you were tied to that person in a certain way like the soul tie the tethered (laughs) 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 that was my movie it was good I actually it had some plot holes in there but you know but regardless have you ever felt tethered so (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think I felt like tethered or like a soul tie. Right. Um to someone. I think Yeah, I don't I don't think I've had like I a have. soul I don't, tie. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm like, it might sound so kind of like crazy, but I've kind of always not gonna say be into myself or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's not like I haven't gotten my to the point where I'm so selfless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I can develop a soul tie. Now might be like with family members, you know what I mean? Like especially if I spend that time with that person often. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But like that's like if you're talking about like an actual romantic relationship, I don't think I've well, ever allowed yeah, yeah. a connection and a soul tie. Yeah. It does not have to be a sexual or romantic right. thing yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. But like as far as like romantic, that's what I'm saying. As far as romantic yeah. wise, I have not gotten there. For but myself even yet. if you were in a romantic situation, right. you would not have to be selfless to gain it. It would just come. It happens. That's how you know. It, it that's how you know. Go away. No, uh, I, don't I don't feel I don't, like I don't, it. I don't think it go. I don't think a soul, soul, tie, I don't think a soul tie can go away. I feel like a soul tie can just manifest in different ways afterwards. Yeah, like it can be uh, like it can just show up. That's a. I mean, that's uh, a, that's I a thought. Like that a is a thought. Tie, you can you like a soul tie is something. Yes, it's a connection. I don't necessarily believe that it will. It's it's like love. Mm-hmm. If I love you, I love you. Like. Yeah. I don't Forever. care if I'm mad at you. But I don't it's care. different than love. I, I'm worth it's, it's a different meal, I, I promise. So, like, for instance, okay, a, a lot touch. of people may not believe, <laughs> a lot of people may not believe in soul ties, but have you ever had a soul mate? Soul mates can, they have different purposes. If you talk to anyone who's really spiritual, they'll tell you soul mates, some come in to teach you lessons, some come in to aid you and help you heal some and then just because somebody comes in your life to teach you a lesson does not mm-hmm. mean they're there to stay that's who you're meant to be romantically I think a with. lot of times we get the confused yeah. though mm-hmm. like we, that that's person the ego. that was meant to that's teach your, us a lesson but that's your ego but that's and that's how. the whole thing about attachment you know what I'm saying because once you detach yourself you can see the, the see the situation <laughs> for what it is and you can see what the purpose is or purpose was for you to have met that person. But you can meet a soulmate and feel strongly connected to that person and will always feel strongly connected to that person. And they'll be no good for you because they were there to teach you a lesson. Does and that make sense? We actually, I have, we have a friend. You and I have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have many. You and I have a friend, but she's always like, you know, she's like, she says she's demisexual. And she's saying that she has to have... can we define that? She okay. said that she has to have a connection with the person before she's actually oh, yeah, same. romantically being with them. Yeah. And whatever. Okay. And yeah, so, and so yeah. I was just like, okay, that kind of goes into what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she was like, same thing with my sister saying, I have to be friends with you first mm-hmm. in order to have that connection with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And whatever. And like, I, you know, it's, it's just really kind of like crazy because before this whole conversation, it was just like thinking like... I don't know. Or whatever. Like, I can be friends with you one moment, and then I can, like, cut you off the next. Same, but, okay, I just, I just want to bring this back. The first time I met you, Damo. Uh-huh. What we instantly clicked. Clicked, right. Our friendship was immediate. Right. I was like, I love having you around. We're going to be friends. And you were like, same, girl. We started making fun of people's mac and cheese and all kinds of stuff. That mac and what? cheese? <laughs> we're not going to go there. We're not. We but... just, just, you remember that joke that SNL... <laughs> skit with um, Chad uh, Bozeman and he was saying about the raisins and like unnecessary <laughs> dishes. Yeah. It was definitely it that. It was like <laughs> so bland and so gross. But anyways, like instantly we bonded over uh, some mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese and at that point I knew that I had a connection strong enough mm-hmm. to be your friend. Exactly. You can instantly meet somebody and have a friendship with mm-hmm. them and decide you want to give yourself to that person or decide, you know what, I want this person around. I want to be romantically involved with this person, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not saying that was our Right. That's it's, it's not. But, right. you know, at the end of the day, you know, a friendship is 
not just something that was established over years and years, but that's another form of a relationship, just a connection. Right. So you believe in love at first sight? Yeah. I do. Facts. Do I live? I don't believe in love at first sight. I just don't. I believe in lust at first sight. Yeah. Agreed. I, I, I believe no, in lust I feel at like first love, I feel like love can be felt. So if a person walks around and you feel like they are just divine love, you feel like this person is a walking ball of love. But and you, are, and you, are you talking about, are you talking, because it's, 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 it's like, 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 Literally want to be my friend when I meet them, but I think it's just because I'm so kind-hearted and I walk around with so much love on me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people can feel that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, loving somebody, you can love your neighbor. That don't mean you in love with them. Mm -hmm. You can love... You can love anybody. Yeah. You can love like Jesus loved everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mean he but it's so many forms loved. of love if you actually study it. It's so many like agape love and like there's so many forms of love. I'm not gonna dig into it because I don't even know all that. Right. But, <laughs> you know, um, I feel like it's being in love is just an idea more okay. so. It's just uh, a stronger connection. It's uh, a stronger connection. I don't know. I've mm. never been like you know love at first sight. I, it's always been lust at first sight. Mm-hmm. Now you know what I mean. So it's just like okay, that person you know is X Y and Z, or you know you know it's always but lust been is like a I've physical been. thing. I'm it saying, is a physical I'm thing. I'm saying like a feeling. I don't right. think lust is just lust. I think for me, I feel like love at first sight for me was my little sister. Like seeing my little sister being born was me falling in love with a human being at first sight. I mean that's. Honestly, true. When they have kids, all honestly, the time. true. Yeah, though you often hear because that. Yeah. yeah, because like that little girl, I I helped deliver my sister. So like me and her have me and my mom had that connection and that bond or whatever. Mm-hmm. So seeing my sister be born for me, that was the truest amount of love I've ever felt, and I have love for her than nobody else. Like I wouldn't even talk about like love for another human besides talking about my sister first. Because she just like that's sweet. Yeah, it's just a but that. Love for her allowed me to find love for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like me understanding what love looked like, because I was trying to figure. I was getting all these relationships, I, and like that dang. might be the problem. Period. Is a lot of people just don't know what love. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you just don't know. You so don't you're know what just love like, looks like. You're looking you kind of gravitate anywhere. to anything yep. that might look like it. Man, that's why you get in domestic um, abusive relationships because yeah. you don't know what love like, yeah, it looks it like. Looked like, like it was right. You, so you, this you is a story, for example. Like my mom personally, she not to put her business out there, but I'm putting her business out there. Ma, if you hear this. But, <laughs> um, but my mom grew up in a foster care system. Mm. My mom didn't grow up around a typical family. Like, some people are like, oh, well, I never saw a mom and dad. She didn't even have, like, a full mom there mm-hmm. because she grew up in the system. So everything she thought of love up until adulthood when she discovered that's not what it was, mm-hmm. was what she created with her mind. Mm-hmm. Watching the Cosbys, looking at TV, all of these things. But you have, like, I feel like she now... And she's in her 40s now, but I'm glad she's realizing this, that true love is love within yourself and love for God or a higher being if you, whatever you believe in, you know. But um, it's really within yourself because when you love yourself to the optimum level or, like, to your highest extent, I feel like love just gravitates towards you and you just always feel so much love from people. But even being in love, you it's, a, it's definitely a feeling and a connection and a vibe, but at the end of the day... Um, I feel like there's something more. Yeah, it's it's something more. Mm-hmm. Love is really within yourself, and if you lack love, that's how you end up in the domestic relationships or like you know mm-hmm. negative situations. So, what about 
Okay, let's stray away just for a little bit of connectivity and, <laughs> and soul ties and stuff like that. But, like, save, like, those warning signs, those mm-hmm. red flags mm-hmm. that you see in naturally in relationships where they may be there, but you're choosing to ignore them because mm-hmm. you're in love with this Those person. are, like, the very reason you break up or the very Man. reason you, like, no, And they, they just kind of circle I, back I really, around. I, I was just did a, um, a speaking the other day about domestic um, abuse because I'm a domestic abuse survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking about how, like, I didn't know anything. I saw this man. He was the greatest thing ever. He rubbed my feet every day. And I didn't notice until after I was beat down. Like, and then I started to play it back in my mind. Oh, dang. He never wanted me to go to parties. Oh, dang. He's taking my cell phone. Oh, dang. He's taking my car keys. But you don't notice that at the time because your mind is just like, oh. He's just being sweet. He's just being, you know, he's just being protective. He's just being this. I came from a very protective home. So for me, that's what protection looked like. Mm -hmm. Like protection was my dad taking my cell phone away when I was on it too much. Was taking my car keys when I was going away. So when I saw that in another man, I was like, oh. This is this love. love. Right. And then when I saw him, when he put his hands on me, he mm. beat me down. I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, this is not love. And what would you tell to a person? What advice would you give to that person that is going through something similar like that? Like if you are if you can't recognize yourself in the mirror anymore, you need to get out. That's, that, that's how I was. I mean, yeah. That's, that's how I that's was. That's not even not like past physical. If you can't, yeah, like if you can, if you can't recognize not, yourself yeah, past physical. A lot of people um, think of... Um, that is just um, a physical beating. Yeah. It, it's emotional too. Yeah. So like you have to really, really, really look in the mirror. I've been trying to get my friend to do so. She's still going through it. Um, look in the mirror and if you cannot recognize yourself, it's time to go. So the first step is like really acknowledge. Acknowledge. If you're not involved with yourself, that's the point that I'm making. If you're not involved with yourself, you won't even be able, you don't know who you're looking at when you look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. That's true. That you can't even, first. yeah, you can't even peek peep out the fact that you know you aren't yourself because you don't know you yeah so that's why the the love comes from yourself first right it's why if you if you see a lot of domestic abuse um um survivors you will see ask them to look in the mirror and that's the always the hardest thing that's the first exercise they do when you actually get out of the situation and go to counseling is looking yourself in the mirror because a lot of them don't um you don't you don't see that mm-hmm. because a lot of the time you're just walking down and you're looking for other things to ma- remind you of the person that you are. Mm-hmm. But when you're forced to look in your eyes and be like, whoa, even if it's like the girl from t- when you were two years old, it hits. It hit for me like, oh, my God, my seven year old self cooking in the kitchen was like, dang, this is not you, girl. Mm-hmm. And that's how I woke up. So, but it doesn't work that way for everybody else, too, yeah. because, like Alexis was saying, you have to really know yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to grapple with childhood me to figure out what adult me needed. Mm. But I want to play hot potato. At the mm. end of the day, think about how many situations you've walked in and looking back, you're like, I was toxic as fuck in this situation. Think about how many times you've looked in the mirror and been like, I abuse myself so much. Man. I do not Shoot. love myself how I want Man. other people to love me. Mm. That's where it starts. And it starts from within. And I feel like a lot of, the, a lot of times we look outward and expect, we have like those expectations mm-hmm. you were just talking about. You expect all this stuff from people that you're not even giving to yourself. Exactly. But at the end of the day, if you really evaluated yourself, you would definitely see a totally different image when you look in the mirror. You would be more confident in the person you're looking at. You'd be like, you're a real-ass nigga, you know, mm-hmm. when you look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but even with, you know, with with that even being said, you know, like, how would you, um, that, just going back to everything, like, how would you just, like, I don't know how, 
how would you go back and just really just sit there like, okay, you know, I have to reevaluate my my, my entire life. life. Exactly. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like, how would you just sit there like, um, just going back into looking at the like, oh yeah, the inner child, yeah, yeah. Like, the inner child, like, 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 like for me, going, yeah, it was yeah. a shock factor though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think for me, like, you know, experiencing like abuse and things, mm-hmm. I think that I had to be the adult that I wanted as a child. I Facts. had to be, be that, that person right. for the child that so I had to grow because I had to be that adult for the child that was hurt within me. Right. You can't do yeah. if you are not going to do the work, there's no gro- there's no type of relationship that's about to heal you if right. you haven't healed yourself. Exactly. There's nobody that's about to complete you in Christ you've already been completed. So yeah. if <laughs> if you're not doing the work, there's nothing further that that's about to complete you. At all. All right, so you guys, so this is the end of our session. I would love to have a part two. Oh yeah, to relationships because it was getting really good, really juicy. Did. <laughs> really uh, we didn't get, and we even get into the meat and potatoes. We just scratched hey, the surface. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am so exhausted. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna do my Josh Jules and we're gonna yes, sign off give here. Us so, a, a nice you know, Josh I always Jules. do my Josh Jules. I know we talked about um, earlier today. We talked about. Um, just, you know, knowing your circle and knowing who's around you and things like that. So I'm going to take a note from Nitsy Hustle and his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the people in your circle and you don't get inspired, then you don't have a circle. You have a cage. Mm. Dang, Nipsey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. Let's okay. start reevaluating some friends. So <laughs> it's time to start reevaluating in all, you know, in, in, in past cage. videos. We kind of really talked about, you know, moving forward 2019, really making those strides, opening those business, being an entrepreneur. This is a really going to be about you as well. There's a self evaluation that needs to go mm-hmm. on because everybody is not meant to go to the top with you. And Very, that's just period. Period. Yeah. Absolutely. You said the motherfucking well, truth. Somebody got to be the worker, though. Okay. Somebody got to right. be the worker. This is true. Somebody got to be the worker. And it's, and it's people somebody in your circle um, that are really just meant to take, to help you and be workers. However, there are people who are just here to take. Yep. And you know yeah. exactly who those people are. Yep. You As soon as I said it, it's somebody popping your head. I know uh-huh. they did. <laughs> it's time to cut them off because everybody can't go to the top with you. I think it's about having a team and not a circle. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody you can't recruit that. Everybody can't yeah. make the team. You know? Y'all have to be working. But you know, we're in a society now that yeah. everybody makes a team. We're in a society now that everybody get a trophy. You don't lose. No, no, no. We're going to take it back to the old school. I'm a 90s kid, so I'm going to take it to the old school. Yeah. There's a winner and a loser. You need to select who's going to be on your team. When you played in the playground, you selected your team, mm-hmm. and your team went up to combat. Look. So select your team and strategically select them because you got to know you're about to be up against the battle. Okay, so but don't like, choose okay. somebody that For can't instance, help you. when you play kickball as a kid in, high, in school I could, or whatever. The best, you the fastest person. The first people you pick were the best people. <laughs> yeah. And that's, how, that's what a team should be built not the, And then when it gets to the people five, you know you? are weak and it's the people you know can't help the team. Stop picking. It's kind of like you're just like, you know. If it's 10 people and you only took the top three was the really best ones, you kept picking because everybody had to play. Right. What I'm saying is stop picking. If it's just three people in your circle, yeah, it's just there. three people yeah. in your circle. The other oh, two shit. people don't need to be there just because they're there. Mm-hmm. Stop picking. Yeah, occupying space. Yeah, exactly. they're occupying space. Yeah. And that space can be meant for you to make moves. Exactly. Look at some of these celebrities when they want to boss up their celebrity celebrity team. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use that. You tried to want to build their clout. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But yeah, when you when they are trying to up their fame, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. What they do, 
they either take some people out their team or they trash their whole team and get a whole new one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's some day ones. I'm there's not saying some, trash There your are whole some team, day ones. But I'm but saying do a, there's an evaluation that definitely needs to be, because as soon as I said it, I know there was somebody that popped in somebody's head. Period. But course, thank yeah, you guys absolutely. so much for listening yeah. to the Pop Culture Critics. I'm Damo. It's a girl, Ja. It's your girl, Alexis Coco. <laughs> it's your girl, Arada, signing off. And it's Danny. All right, thanks. Have a good night.